good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. Today is Sunday, the 24th of April, 2022, and we'll just jump into the first story of the day, push for vaccination of Thailand's young ahead of new school term. With the start of the new school term on May 17th, Prime Minister Prayuchana Cha stressed the need for precautionary measures today to cope with on-site learning, with an emphasis placed on the inoculation of unvaccinated or partially vaccinated students. With consent from the children and their parents, those aged 5 to 11 who have not been vaccinated should get their first dose through their school, while those aged 12 to 17 are urged to get their second or their booster shot either through their schools or appropriate medical facilities. According to the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration, about 50% of 5 to 11-year-olds have received their first dose of vaccine, but only 5.8% have received their second. The figures are, however, much higher among 12 to 17-year-olds, with 89.9% having received their first dose, and 81.1% their second, 1.6% have also had their booster shots. Children under 5 are not yet required to be inoculated, and the Prime Minister asked their parents to take good care of them, noting that most infections among young children are linked to their parents. 28 children in this group who are not vaccinated have died of coronavirus infection, while 17 unvaccinated children aged 6 to 18 have died. The CCSA also agreed that 12 to 17 year olds can be given half a dose of further booster with the Pfizer vaccine at least five months after they received their second dose to reduce the risk of side effects, according to the CCSA spokesperson Dr. Tuisan Visan Yutun. And next up, missing family flew to Turkey. Police have found the possible whereabouts of a missing family of four whose relatives lost contact with them before Songkran. They flew from Suanapum Airport to Istanbul on the night of April 10th. Police Lieutenant General Akaradet, the Chief of Police Region 6, said immigration police in Sukhothai checked their database to see if Narut and Naroman Bunchun, both 41, and their children aged 12 and 7, had left the country. It is unclear whether they are still in Istanbul or have moved to another destination. They have not been heard from since leaving their home in Tambon Ban Rai in Sukhothai Si Samrong district on April 6th. The information provided by the immigration office showed the family flew to Turkey and have not yet returned to Thailand, Police Lieutenant General Akaradit said. The commander of the Sukhothai Provincial Police claimed Mr. Narut has since contacted his relatives to inform them the family was safe. However, the oldest daughter, who is studying in Chiang Mai and remains in Thailand, says she has not had any contact with them. Police suspect the family could have fled due to them being about 10 million baht in debt. However, no creditor has come forward to press any charges against them, Police Major General Amrun Sak said. Officers also found the couple's pickup truck at a used car dealership in Udon Thani. After selling it, they apparently used a white Toyota Altis, which is now parked at their home. The police said a younger sister of Nerut drove the car back to their home, explaining that her brother bought it as a gift for his eldest daughter after she passed a university entrance exam to study in Chiang Mai. Police are continuing with their investigations. Now moving along to some more information that came out of that CCSA meeting last Friday. Longer drinking hours at eateries as COVID controls ease. 
Restaurants will be able to serve alcohol until midnight instead of 11pm from May 1st. The Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration announced on Friday as part of the relaxation of COVID-19 controls nationwide. The spokesman for the CCSA announced the change after the meeting chaired by Prime Minister Priya Chanacha at Government House. He said the cut-off time for alcohol consumption at eateries and similar establishments that met disease control standards would be moved from 11pm to midnight nationwide. This would go hand-in-hand with the CCSA's decision to redesignate COVID-19 control orange zones in 18 provinces as surveillance yellow zones from May 1. The number of yellow zones would then rise from 47 to 65 provinces. CCSA also resolved to increase the number of tourism pilot blue zones from 10 to 12, with Songkla in the south and Rayong in the east, formerly orange zones, to be newly included. The 10 other tourism pilot provinces are Bangkok, Krabi, Kanchanaburi, Chamburi, Chiang Mai, Nantaburi, Patumtani, Panya, Pechaburi and Phuket. Other provinces will be yellow zones from May 1 onwards. Yellow zones limit the number of participants in an activity at 1,000, while blue zones have no restrictions for business and activities. However, entertainment venues such as pubs, bars and karaoke shops will be still barred from reopening unless they are modified to operate as eateries. The CCSA also reduced home quarantine for COVID-19 cases and people in close contact with them from 7 to 5 days, followed by 5 days for self-health observation and distancing from others. Now moving along to the featured story of the day, which is also more news in relation to the test and go cancellation. And operators are very upbeat about the cuts. Authorities say Thailand is on track to regain its spot as one of the world's top tourist destinations with a goal of earning 1.5 trillion baht this year after the elimination of RT-PCR tests upon arrival and the test and go scheme from May 1. However, Thailand Pass registration remains in place for the time being with two requirements, a vaccine certificate and insurance coverage of at least 10,000 US dollars. Tourism operators disagree with the retention of the Thailand Pass registration. Yutasak Supasorn, the governor of the Tourism Authority of Thailand, said there was no need to show a negative result from a COVID-19 antigen test because the ATK test is only a recommendation, not compulsory. Entry rules on May 1 are determined by vaccination status. All inoculated travellers, regardless of nationality, can use the vaccinated travel-free lane to have their Thailand Pass registration checked and then leave the airport without any testing. Those who are not vaccinated have two options. Show a negative RT-PCR test upon arrival or a booking for an alternative quarantine accommodation for five days of isolation. In the past few months, arrivals entering AQ lodgings accounted for less than 5% of total arrivals. Based on the relaxations made at the CCSA meeting yesterday, minimum revenue of 500 billion baht from 10 billion tourists is expected this year, excluding the Chinese market, said Mr. Yutasak. He said improved ease of travel will enable tourists to save more and should be a decisive factor in persuading potential visitors to choose Thailand over other destinations. This could help Thailand regain its tourism competitiveness after losing its top ranking to other countries that have already implemented relaxed entry rules, said Mr. Yutasak. During the sandbox period last year, which mandated numerous requirements, particularly a number of pricey RT-PCR tests, the average expenditure per trip was 62,000 baht, up from 47,000 baht during the pre-pandemic period. Average spending might total 50,000 baht with the new rules depending on travel regulations and visitors' homelands, such as an RT-PCR negative test upon their return, he said. 
Half of the tourism revenue tally in 2019 of 3 trillion baht is our target this year, Mr. Yutasak said. However, we need to push the domestic market more. Early next month, we will decide how to extend the We Travel Together stimulus scheme to maintain positive momentum for the low season. Now, Pia Pat Ratchapakarn, the tourism and sports minister, previously said the government wanted at least 7 to 13 million foreign arrivals this year, generating 700 billion baht. Maria Sukasol, president of the Thai Hotels Association, said the remaining travel restrictions should be scrapped by June, especially the troublesome Thailand Pass system. She said the government should talk to airlines about screening vaccination certificates and insurance policies before boarding as an alternative. The latest easing of travel rules should facilitate more arrivals, but hoteliers must wait until May to gauge the response, as the Russia-Ukraine war is ongoing, said Miss Marisa. Kongsak Kongsakorn, president of the THA's southern chapter, said Thailand Pass remained a nuisance for tourists. He said the government should reduce the paperwork to persuade tourists to visit the country. Well, I can only agree with most of that, but I do see, and as I said in yesterday's show, the reduction and the elimination of the Test and Go program is a huge step forward. And judging from the comments in the comments section yesterday and earlier this morning that I've been reading through, the majority of people definitely see this as a positive step forward. Now, the other thing, of course, we're all talking about is when will they get rid of the Thailand Pass? Well, the Thailand Pass is there as a verification method. And until they figure out how the airlines could verify the insurance and the vaccination certificates, it will remain there. Now, the only issue I've had with that Thailand Pass was obviously it was very long. So I think it was four or five pages you had to go through and fill in information. Now, hopefully on May 1st, that will be reduced to maybe, you know, one page. Just put your vaccination certificate, your insurance certificate, and your passport details and that should be it but what I want to see is I want to see it being approved pretty much instantly or at least within a day this whole thing of taking three to seven days before to get it approved was ridiculous and it really meant that people couldn't enter Thailand if they had an emergency so for example you needed to get to Thailand for some reason you had to apply for the Thailand pass and the same thing is kind of still going on so what they do need to do is come up with a situation where they can approve the Thailand Pass straight away, pretty much instantly. Now, I do know that some people had theirs pretty much approved instantly, but that kind of disappeared when the hotels then had to start approving it on their end. But that part is gone. Now, this is all down to the Ministry of Public Health and the Department of Disease Control. Overall, I think the hotel industry, the hospitality industry in general, are very happy with this. I think it also took a lot of people by surprise because I think a lot of people thought that if they even got rid of the RT-PCR test, they probably have some kind of rapid antigen on arrival. And they've completely gone with that too. So this is a huge move for Thailand in terms of removing entry requirements. And I think obviously that is positive. Let's hope maybe June or July the Thailand pass will be got rid of. Now, in relation to the health insurance, the travel insurance that they are making people purchase, I am in two minds whether I agree with this or not, and whether it should be something that's kept well into the future beyond any Thailand pass. The government have always stated their desire to ensure that every tourist entering Thailand has insurance. I think we've known that for quite a while. Now there's a number of reasons behind that but the main one is that a lot of hospitals have been left with large bills that were not paid by foreigners who didn't have insurance and it was trying to shore up that kind of issue and the problem that arose from it. And by mandating that tourists have a certain level of health insurance I do believe they have somewhat solved that problem.
really do I think they should continue this well into the future? Well, in many ways I do, because I think that we have seen here in Thailand a great issue in relation to healthcare and, and tourists entering Thailand without health insurance. There seems to be a number of people who come and maybe they have an accident and whatnot and then they end up hopping on GoFundMe looking for people to help them out because they never had the foresight or the knowledge or whatever it may be to purchase a insurance policy before they go and travel. I mean to be honest I have never traveled anywhere abroad without a travel insurance policy because I feel it's necessary. If you go to another country and something happens more than likely you're not going to have the cash to bail yourself out so having an insurance policy is definitely you know, what you need, an insurance to having an accident. So I do believe that it's somewhat necessary here in Thailand. And I know a lot of people kind of will debate this whole thing, whether they should or they shouldn't. It should be a personal choice whether or not you have it or not. But I'm trying to think, is there any other countries around the world where they mandate that people entering must have travel insurance? Now, I do know that if you are a Thai citizen, for example, and you're applying for a Schengen visa or anyone who has to apply for a Schengen visa to enter Europe, you must have a certain level of travel insurance. It's mandated. And if you don't, you won't get your visa. So yes, I guess Europe does the very same thing in essence. But let's put this question out to you guys today. Do you think Thailand should have a mandatory health insurance even well after the Thailand pass or do you think it should be up to people to decide themselves whether or not they should have health insurance but if they do have an accident in Thailand and have to pay large amounts of money that they don't have then what should they do now I'd love to know your opinion as always guys down below in that comment section and moving along, police cracked down on happy water in Pattaya. Police have stepped up Hair Happy Water, a new kind of illegal drug cocktail whose use has become rampant in night spots in the beach resort town. One suspected trafficker has been arrested and more are being sought. The arrest followed an investigation into the activities of gang that was selling the drug at entertainment venues in Pattaya, said Police Lieutenant General Sarah Sut, chief of the Narcotics Suppression Bureau. Happy water is made by mixing other drugs, typically a combination of ecstasy, methamphetamine, diazepam, caffeine and tramadol, and dissolving the powder in hot water or mixing it with sweetened drinks, he said. The resulting concoction has psychoactive effects, with users feeling euphoric but not exhausted. It is popular among Thai and foreign visitors in Pattaya night spots, said the police general. NSB officers have been seeking two ties and one foreigner believed to be linked to the local happy water trade. They apprehended Sariot Bumali 28 alias An at Tawin Beach on Kolan in Banglamung district of Chambury on Saturday morning. He was wanted on an arrest warrant issued by the criminal court on February 21 for colluding and having illicit drugs with intent to sell. The suspect's role was to deliver the drugs to customers at local night spots, investigators said. Officers have seized two houses, one car, three motorcycles and other valuables worth more than 9 million baht from the suspect. During questioning, Mr. Sarayut confessed to the charges. They said he is being held in NSB custody for further legal action. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report. Patong Bay Hill Resort nightlife venue closed for 15 days. Police official confirmed yesterday that the nightlife venue at Patong Bay Hill Hotel that made headlines last weekend for violating COVID-19 operating regulations has been ordered closed for 15 days. Man toting gun loaded with blanks accosts tourists on Bangla Road. A man wielding a firearm loaded with blanks who accosted a tourist on Bangla Road, Patong yesterday has been arrested, police have confirmed. 
And finally, even Phuket farmers need tourism, Senator told. Even poor farmers in Phuket need tourism to lift their income above subsistence levels, a senator on a fact-finding visit to the island was told yesterday. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.